At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app game plus iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly. Bidlin, producer number nine, so much more than a producer in the house. Uh, still to come here momentarily, we're going to talk about NFL awards. Uh, Pete Futak, college football, his thoughts on bowl season. JVT on the NBA. We got our power rankings still to come. Oh, we got to update those. That's going to be some change there in the uh, four to nine and ten range, I believe. Yeah. The the tenth team, I've just given up on at oh, this yeah. point. <laughs> Ten is like for you're sure. just choosing between teams that have lost the week this in the week before it feels like. Yeah. Uh pro tip by the way for the last hour. We're gonna do some cleanup here. Pro tip of the hour, last hour. Hey, Pepperdine makes the pro tip. Uh just to listen, they're not gonna win the uh, NCAA tournament, but don't overlook Pepperdine in college basketball this season. Um finally Maddie Cox was aboard, full steam on on my Pepperdine call. I mentioned they had three all uh, three all freshman West Coast Conference guys last year on the team. They're sophomores now. Talking about Maxwell Lewis, Houston Millette, Mike Mitchell. They are a sneaky team. They got Nevada tonight. That's a good barometer game for them. They're two point favorites. We'll see how that goes. But multiple NBA prospects on Pepperdine. Just be aware of them if you're betting college basketball. That's your pro tip for the hour. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show, so that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, or you could sort them by sport and by show. Um, can we show? I feel like we didn't get enough juice out of your Cheez-It bit there yesterday, or last uh, hour, I should say, last segment. Mm, yeah. This is Kelly Bidlin in his Cheez-It bedroom. Can we show that one more time? Excellent work. It was such a great Michelle job. Yesterday. Nice job, Michelle. I literally, like, Kelly, Kelly and I had an exchange on text yesterday where I'm like, where are you? <laughs> and he wasn't, like, really responding to me. I'm like, no, 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 where are you? This was before me and Isaiah were in the window. I actually thought this was a bedroom. This is Photoshop completely. Yeah. I, I like that Michelle has a picture of Isaiah somehow, like, looking yes. in something. Yeah, that'd take I, a that was, I guess it worked out Good perfect job. for this. And then, by the way, the Mayo thing for the Duke-Mayo Bowl, with the, which is the Maryland-NC State mm-hmm. game, um... It is truly one of the more disgusting things you'll ever see on radio. Do you remember on Primetime Action, Matt Brown legitimately, by the way, co-host of Final Countdown now with Stormy Bonatoni here at 4 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Matt Brown used to legitimately, and here's the thing with Matt, right? He's usually happy-go-lucky, jovial. Oh, he, he is basically who you hear on air. Right? Yes. He, he is exactly that guy. It every, is, it's mess every, around, joke around. Every once in a while, though, he will say something, and you think he's joking because yes. that's what he does. And you're like, oh, my God, I think he's being completely serious. 
and the Mayo thing, he like he almost wanted to walk off set. Oh yeah, when uh, when this video played, I believe I think it was for this one. For oh, last this year. is yep. the disgusting. Yeah, this is the one. Matt Matt almost walked off the set. Okay, what for two video. questions? A, what is wrong with the woman eating the mayo? And then two, what's with the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with like this, What's the, the Swiss police officer yes. like overlooking it. It's with the European police officer on the right monitoring. I don't know. And what is she holding in her hand? This was uh, some Guinness World Record. It might be the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty gross. I w- one spoonful, and I it's all over the ground for me. It's horrible. I just I I don't I don't find mayonnaise gross. Like I'll, I'll eat it. Oh, on are things. you kidding me? But how many like how many spoonfuls of mayonnaise could you eat? You I know can't what I mean? E- I can't even process the, the thought of it. By the way, it was nil nil at the half, so we hit the uh, hit the first half uh, draw in the uh, Morocco Spain game. They are now they've now underway in the second half. Nil nil. Oh. oh boy. Start. What's up? I just pulled up NFL lines for the first time today. What's the deal? Lions two and a half now. Lions. Two and a half. Point. Favorites. Favorites over the Vikings. Favorites. Well, you're correctly waiting to make your Vikings yeah. bet. I, I mean, no rush. No Just keep re- waiting. No rush and no respect for the 10-2 and two Minnesota Vikings. I mean, they are in prime teaser range, though, right now. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Speaking of the NFL, want to go through some awards? Let's see where these starts. Look at the heat check on some awards. Um, by the way, the Vikings, in terms of their 10-2 and two record, as we mentioned yesterday, nine of their wins... All by no, or says nine and zero, and now single score, one possession outcomes nine and zero, and their ten and two record. And by the way, their point differential at ten and two plus ten. It's incredible. It is. All right, MVP. Let's start there. Patrick Mahomes is your favorite, minus one fifty. Tua checks in next at five and one, even after his bad performance against the Niners. Jalen Hurts plus five fifty. Josh Allen, the only other person in single digits at seven and one. Those are off? These are off. Those Mahomes are off. plus 125. I think these are from last week still. Okay. Mahomes plus 125. Hurts plus 175. Burrow 6-1. to one, Tua 12-1. to one. That makes more sense. Josh Allen 14-1. to one, And then Geno 50-1. to one. So only five guys under, under well, 14 are under. I'm going to say there is not a bet there. I don't know that there is right now either. I really do think it's probably down between Mahomes and Hurts. Um... Burrow at six to one is mildly interesting. It is, it is, Gil, you know, but yeah, like I think I'd sooner bet Josh Allen at fourteen over Burrow at six. But I really, I don't, I don't really know that I believe either guy's truly. It's also truly. Patrick Mahomes is 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 hiding in plain sight. We never think of him with this. He should win it all the time, and he should win it this year. He's correct. Yeah. It's correct that he's plus 125, and Jalen Hurts is probably correct at plus 175. I mean, look, we, we, we did, actually. I believe those were the odds from last week. So yeah. if you were interested in Mahomes, he was minus 150 last yeah. week. Take one loss on the road at Cincinnati. So maybe this would be your time to jump in. Yeah, if you liked him before, I think now is a good time to jump in. Actually. Unless you think they'll snake him with Jalen Hurts. I mean, and this gets back to the this, – this is a proper segue into uh, offensive rookie – excuse me, offensive player of the year, which – this is where it becomes problematic, right? Again, we've talked about this many times. We don't talk about it every day, but every time we do, we mention Offensive Player of the Year is sort of the the layoff of who doesn't get MVP. And Tyreek Hill is plus 180, and he's right to be. It's correct that he's plus 180. Tyreek Hill on the season, he leads the NFL in receptions and reception yards, receiving yards. 96 catches for 1,379 yards. Again, he's nine yards shy 
of the Miami Dolphins' all-time franchise record in yards. Yeah. Receiving. Yeah, I'm glad I made that bet two weeks ago. Um, you know, it was after Jefferson had a huge game, and he pulled ahead of, ahead of Tyreek in this market mm-hmm. uh, for the favorite. So he'll drop down to about 4-1. to one. I made that bet then. Glad I did, just because I didn't think we were going to see him at that number again. But here, here's the problem again. So it's not a triple crown like Cooper Cup had last year, because Tyreek Hill's not even close in touchdowns. He only right. has five. But 96 and 13.79 do lead the NFL in both categories. Um, if Jalen Hurts doesn't win the MVP, right? This issue. Yeah, I don't know. So if they give Patrick Mahomes the MVP, which they probably should, you can't not have Jalen Hurts win anything, right? Or you can't have him I, not I win think anything. I can. What's wrong with my English this morning? I, I, I think that, I don't know. So th- this is one, I, and I was going to bring this up when we were talking about this. I'm handicapping this, Gil, like it is not not a quarterback-included award anymore. But. I'm just saying that's the fly in the you ointment. you got to have that in the back of your mind. It's the fly you in the ointment. I mean? Like, like when we're talking about bets that we're going to make, yeah. not once have we suggested actually betting on Jalen Hurts in this market this year. And I still wouldn't. But I understand what you're saying, and it, and it could happen. It may, Let's put it this way. The reaction is it makes you not want to bet on it at all. At least mine. My reaction is that. Because I don't... I, we've, we've been led to believe that Tyreek Hill, based on recent results in this category, Offensive Player of the Year, might win it. But now I don't, I don't know because of the Jalen Hurts factor. You have to give him something, I would think. NFL Defensive Player of the Year... Um, this has shortened a little bit on Micah Parsons. A fair amount. Yeah, this is My, minus like a minus eleven hundred or something like a week or two ago. He's minus four fifty now. Nick Bosa's plus two fifty. So it's it's gone from a one man race to a two man race. Let's put it that way. Nick Bosa had three sacks, I believe it was, against yeah. a uh, a battered Dolphins offensive line though on Sunday. Somehow that little detail gets lost in this mix. Everybody else. Uh, twenty-five to one or longer. Hey, where's uh, where's Jason? Where's no? Oh, that's a different category. I'm sorry. We'll get to that shortly. Michael Parsons minus four fifty. I have him at plus six fifty from before the season starts. Good for you. Boy, would I hate to lose that now. Micah's appropriately the favorite, though. Still. All right. How about defensive player of the year? Oh, excuse me, not defensive player of the year. But how about uh, let's go to offensive. Oh, we'll go to defense rookie of the year first before offense. Okay, we'll do it that way. Defensive rookie of the year. Ahmad Gardner's minus 500, and Tariq Woolen is plus 450. Tariq Woolen, who now is tied for the league lead in interceptions after C.J. Gardner-Johnson is gone with injury. Aiden Hutchinson, the only other person in single digits, at 8-1. to one. Everybody else is 40-1 to one or longer. We did get a tweet about this the other day asking us, kind of, you know, guys, how is this not a bet, basically, on Tariq Woolen, you know, having he, he, the— I think he's correct. Yeah, ha- having the—tied uh, t- for the league right now in interception leagues? Right, mm-hmm. yep. interceptions. Um, I'm, yes, that is true. I would just, I would hesitate that you broke this down well a couple weeks ago. Of go look at his, uh, of what Sauce Gardner's doing in man coverage and some of the PFF grades and stuff on him. He's one of the highest rated corners in, in, in football uh, right now. Not, not just as a rookie. He's up there. Period in the NFL. So that's where it really becomes kind of the decision for some for some of these voters. Now, I tend to lean on the side of I, I think there are going to be enough guys distracted by just the number of interceptions that this this race is probably closer than the odds indicate. But, I mean, I, Sauce should still be the favorite. There's two things, exactly what you just said. Should it be minus 500 versus plus 450, Gardner versus Woolen? No. Yeah, not sure about that. Should be shorter. 
Is there an East Coast bias thing happening? Do we still live in a time where there could be an East Coast bias? I know the knee-jerk ought to be, oh, of course not. We're in 2022. There isn't such a thing. Yeah, there is. A one place for the New York Jets and the other place on the end of the earth, according yeah. to East Coasters. So there's that. Sorry, Seattle. I didn't say that. I'm just saying what they say. So I I think it should be shorter. Do I think Tariq Woolen flyers at this number are probably good bets based on value? Probably. Yeah. I just don't know if it gets home, Especially if you find something longer than this, right? If you're finding a 5-6 to 1, no problem with that bet. We'll do a couple others. Yeah, we'll talk Offense Rookie of the Year later in the show. I think those those odds have swung. It's a a race in that market now. Would call up Comeback Player of the Year, too, at some point? We'll just talk about those out loud. We'll come back. Peter Futek on college football bowl season. His favorite bets next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game, live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. Uh, this is a tweet from a DGen Southern Gent. Uh, he sent us a Josh Johnson's Wikipedia page a screenshot. It's incredible. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, San Francisco 49ers, Sacramento Mountain Lions. What sure. is that, arena? Sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, San Francisco 49ers, Cincinnati Bengals, New York Jets, Indianapolis Colts, Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens, New York Giants, Houston Texans, Oakland Raiders, Washington, San Diego Fleet. AAF, I AAF, believe. AAF, yeah. Detroit Lions, Los Angeles Wildcats. XFL. San Francisco 49ers, New York Jets, Baltimore Ravens, Denver Broncos. And now I guess San Francisco 49ers? Boy. Peripatetic, I believe is what they call that, Kelly. 36. Yeah. Hey, good for him. Edward Lefevre. Gil, your use of the double negatives today is Pete Rose level. <laughs> Thank you very much. I don't know what's happening to me. I don't know what's happening. Pete Futek never uses a double negative. Oh, he's a power five snob, though. From College Football News, it's Peter Futek. It's at Pete Futek, F-I-U-T-A-K on Twitter. How you doing, Pete? All right. You see, you made me look it up while you were saying that. How much do you think Josh Johnson has earned in his career? Oh, that's an even better Great question. question. Um, Less. because usually you have these guys who have they journey like like Alex Smith. You know, uh, yeah, okay, he's not Eric Aaron Rodgers, but I think Alex Smith made like two hundred million dollars. So how yeah. much do you think Josh Johnson made? Oh, enough to be a very happy man. Fifty mil. Do you have the answer to this, Peter? You just asking? I kind of. I'm looking. No, I'm looking, and I think I got it here. It's not as it, he has to set a record 
for not only being on the most teams, but also making the least amount of money ever for being a quarterback <laughs> at a professional level. Because if I'm seeing this right, he's only made like eight million. Yeah, I'm looking at the same number you are. Oh boy, <laughs> eight point three mil. That is, if that's right, that is so hard to do considering the minimum salary in the NFL now is what, 775 or something? So less, so it, less than 20% of what Justin Verlander will make next year. Hey, Justin, Ver, Justin Verlander is one <clears throat> life in a whole lot of ways there. All right, Pete, how do you feel about the final uh, committee college football decision? Uh, obviously, Ohio, excuse me, uh, Georgia and Michigan at the top, followed by TCU at three, baby. And Ohio State argue. at four. How do you feel about yeah, that? Can't, can't argue with any of it. I mean, it's they, there's only four one-loss teams or undefeated teams out there, and they all got in. They so they kept with that. Uh, I, I kind of I'll quibble a lot with five on down based on precedent because if you change if you put Ole Miss instead of you know Alabama in those uniforms and that resume, they're not number five. But okay, whatever. Uh, it's we're ready for expanded college football playoff. This is one of those years where you don't have uh, a lot of real sure things outside of Georgia and Michigan here because uh, you do have you know three and four being rough. The only quibble I kind of have is in the process itself where, hey, Georgia, all right, you're the number one team. Uh, what's, you, know, you get Atlanta, that's great. And congratulations, you get arrested Ohio State team instead of TCU. And that's, that seems like the Michigan catches a nice break there. But overall, yeah, but don't you agree that the, don't you agree that the committee shouldn't be thinking about that at all? Oh, they don't think about well, well. What they shouldn't be thinking about is oh, we can't have an Ohio State Michigan rematch now. It should be one through four. Uh, and I get it. You know, look. You know, again, better record. Uh, they're not they overtime loss in the Big Twelve championship. So I get it. TCU should be three. Uh, but still, <laughs> and the it, disappointment in your voice, Pete. My God. Well, well, because I here, get it. they should be three. Sure. Well, because here's the problem: the college football playoff. <laughs> In the eight years of doing this thing, the undercard, we had the epic Rose Bowl, uh, uh, Georgia and Oklahoma Baker Mayfield, which was one of the all-time greatest bowl games ever. The other seven undercard games have been decided by 17 points or more. They've been awful, all of them. And you can kind of see this coming. It's like, you know, it's the Star Trek, you know, bit on Saturday Night Live. It's the Eddie Murphy Star Trek bit where, okay, if you have Spock, uh, Kirk, Bones, and Rear Admiral Johnson, which one's not coming back from the, you know, the planet they're going to visit? <laughs> well, that, that, that's TCU this year. That's, yet, we kinda... yet, Peter, are you then surprised that TCU has taken the early money, that this actually hits seven Opened at nine and a half, actually yeah. hits hit seven at Circa, has settled in at seven and a half. Are you surprised by that then? A little bit. I mean, because the Michigan bounce back will come because all the Michigan fans, Michigan fans are in a weird space right now. Because I think you're right about all that, them, by the way. I think you are right about that. The Michigan bounce back will happen. It, because all Michigan fans, because they all wake up and on, on you know game day, they're like, hey, let's bet on this. And then always pops up a little bit. Uh, they're all in a weird space right now because, yay, we're in. Oh, Ohio State's still in. We didn't kill it. This might still not be a fun year. But I, I think Michigan trucks them. I think Michigan just comes out. They might even lose. This is one of those games, take TCU at the halftime line, whatever that might be, and then you know how Michigan rolls in the second half. It somehow gains 400 yards on its first drive, and they just dominate second halves. So I think Michigan takes over and wins this relatively easily. What about Georgia and Ohio State, the uh, Georgia Bulldogs six-and-a-half-point favorites? I want more. I mean, that should say something. That's the that the better line is that game. But uh, I, I, you you let Ohio State back in. Look, there are three and a half teams out there that have the same talent level. There is Alabama. There's Georgia. 
there's Ohio State and there's the USC offense. So you've got the Ohio State team that's now going to get not just a month, but a month and a week and a half to rest uh, and get healthy again. They're not going to get Jackson Smith and the Jigma back. He's opting out for the NFL. Mm-hmm. But all those other parts are there. The running backs are going to be in place. And that's a team that got banged up a little bit late in the season and showed against Michigan. Uh, you, you kept it alive. Kind of like two, you and I argued about this. 2019 Alabama, oh, it shouldn't be in at the four. And then, boom, ripped through it and won a national championship. 2014 Ohio State caught the break at four, went through it and won it. I will not be shocked if Ohio State wins the whole thing. I think this is the national championship in the uh, the Peach Bowl. Geez, that's funny, Pete. I never remember arguing with you about anything ever. It's interesting. Never. Um, never. By the way, Jackson Smith and Jigba, talk about the draft. Oh, do I would I want to see that dude in Burgundy? What a uh, what a weird draft! I want to see Keishon Butte, and he's coming back to LSU. This is this is a, a this is going to be a, a this is going to be one of the greatest drafts ever. It is so loaded up top. What player surprised you the most in the transfer portal yesterday? Uh, I guess Justin Flo from Oregon. Uh, I know it's all about the quarterbacks and. Uh, DJ Oyungle is going, and Devin Leary's going, and so all those guys are going to find big time spots. But Justin Flo's one of those guys who uh, could absolutely be a starting linebacker for Alabama. I think he goes to either USC or Miami. Uh, didn't do a lot for Oregon; he was always banged up. But talent wise, that guy's the best of the bunch. Uh, but pretty much, and not hyperbole here, out of the 700 guys who are in the transfer portal, 200 of them ping Dion. I think, I think, legitimately, 200 of them ping Dion. <laughs> Uh, so you, you saw it's not going to be what USC did this year, but man, you want to talk about a team that's going to be a thing. Dion bringing the energy. He just hired the uh, head coach of uh, Kent State, Sean Lewis, who brings that flash fast offense, which goes a thousand miles a minute. I don't know what this is going to be, but it's going to be a whole lot of fun in Boulder, Colorado. You and Galilee feels very Florida to me, by the way. Uh, Oregon would be my call. Oregon yeah, is a Pac-12. good call also. Yeah, uh, Any of the Pac-12 teams at this point, I would not be shocked with him. But, you know, you never know. Spencer Rattler was a West Coast guy all along. or They went to Oklahoma and ended up in South Carolina. So depends on where your NIL money's coming from. Yeah, UCLA could be an option. It really sure. does depend on when your NIL, where your NIL money is coming from. It really does. Um, for all of us, yes. For, for all of us, by the way, yes, for sure. Uh, Navy, uh, Army-Navy this weekend. Navy favored by two and a half. What do you got? Any thoughts? I mean, yeah, Navy. I mean, if the problem with this game always is, you know, this is the truth throughout the record books because it doesn't. Navy's just better. I mean, our, this is not the Army team we thought we were going to get. Navy's just far better defensively this season. They don't have the explosive offense. If our, Army's offense is a tad better, uh, but man, I, I would go with Navy on this. What's I'm, oh, point total thirty three? It, it it pains me to always say it on a line that low under all these service academy games. They all tend to go there. We've talked about we talked about this earlier in the year. The Air Force uh, Army game historically is every year it's ten seven, no matter what, even if it goes into overtime. Uh, I I would like the under on this, and I'll take Navy. All right, of all the bulls, what's your what's your what's the line you want to exploit the most in all the bull season? Well, here's the this is we're talking like it's at this point it's like it's NFL uh, preseason mm-hmm. because we don't know. I mean, so like, true. I, because we don't know who's opting in. Here's where if you can take a guess and hit it right, the lines are going to change fast because the opt-outs are going to come. So UCLA 
they're probably going to lose all their skill guys in this. If DTR sits out, I guess that Zach Charbonnet is going to sit out. Probably Jake Bobo's probably going to be out. Uh, so I, I, I'm against UCLA. I'm blanking on who they play, which bowl game that is. Uh, but UCLA is one of the teams I'm looking at. And I loved Boise State. Uh, against North Texas before this all, and they okay, so they get to the conference championship game. North Texas, they lose to a good UTSA team, spirited game, and let's fire head coach Seth Luttrell. So these these teams are in a little bit of disarray of coaching disarray. And Boise State's rock solid set. I love Boise State. Whatever this, I think it's seven and a half. Last time I checked, UCLA by the way playing Pitt in the uh, Sun Bowl. They're six and a half without, favorites without Keaton Slovis. So the, again. Good luck figuring these games out with all the opt-outs. But if you can figure it out, figure out the teams that are going to be pretty much whole, obviously those are the teams to go for. And always go against the teams that make a coaching change. If it doesn't work, not your fault. But just just because, they, they always change that way. Yeah, I made about five plays. I'll give them after the break. But, uh, yeah, what you're saying, the macro thing is, and we'll talk about this you know, a number of times between now and the games themselves, it's all about information. It's all about information. It's gone from psychology assessments to now just information. We're betting, on, we're betting on the exhibition season. Yeah. Here. Crazy stuff. Peter Futak, everybody. Thank you, Pete. There you go. College football news. We'll come back. Our NFL power rankings. I'll tell you the five college bowl plays I've made. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make, uh, before you make your next bet, that is, be sure to visit Visa.com to check the current betting splits data. Oh, Isaiah tipped you off. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that Visa is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Hit the uh, first half draw here at plus 125. Trying to get the plus 320 full game home. And that would be a very fine morning of soccer betting. And then I'm doing the same thing in the second game between Portugal and Switzerland later. What a thriller this one's looking like. Oh, you got to love nil-nil soccer. (laughs) Hey, man, make make those draw bets and uh, step away. And just do a show. Just do a show. Look up every five minutes and see that it's still nil-nil. Collect your money at the end. That was like the Bucks under last night. Just have it on the background. Yeah. Collect my money at the end. How about this one for you? I just saw this uh, tweet come down, Gil. Mm-hmm. 2016, Lamar Jackson wins the Heisman Trophy. 2022, Stetson Bennett is a Heisman finalist. They were both born in 1997. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, let's do some more of this. this Why is- do we have, like, we have multiple star quarterbacks this year in college football that are, like, 25 years old? <laughs> Remember, uh... What was my man's name at FSU at your alma mater? Um, Chris Winky. Chris Winky. Yeah, he was like 28. He won the Heisman at 28 or 29 yeah. years old. 28, I want to say. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's a mission, right? Yeah, because he's a he's a grown man. <laughs> those well, those ones always are funny. But oh. Yeah, you hear a grown man playing against children. We get uh, we get tweets at Benny the Book. Mike Rouse uh, talking about the Josh Josh Johnson career earnings. So Josh Johnson career earnings 8.3 million dollars. Career passing yards, 2,270. Chase Daniel, career earnings, 41 million. Oh, it's good to be Chase. So 33 million more, roughly, than Josh Johnson. Career passing yards, almost 600 fewer. Great tweet. 1,694. Great tweet. Chase Daniel, one of my personal heroes. Now that is... first name, sit there with a clipboard. What a life that is. 
And then once a year, it's, oh, it's a Chase Daniel game. Yeah. yeah. For whatever hey, team, New Orleans, f- San Diego, or Los Angeles, excuse me, the Chargers, whatever team. The one funny part about him is, isn't he one of, like, the, the preseason goats? Like, isn't he, like, a preseason, like, ATS machine, <laughs> I'm pretty sure? Is he? <laughs> Which means, like, you care that much, but you never see the field. 1,694 career passing yards, 41 mil, baby. I, I, I saw the same numbers that Pete saw. And whoever's tweeting in, I'm probably you're probably seeing the same numbers on Josh Johnson. I don't know if I believe it. I feel like it's still got to be low, like that we're low on it for some reason. I don't know. Million dollars? That's it? I I I think it's probably accurate because there were a lot of seasons. Well, like I said, he's playing in all kinds of leagues. I mean, those Chase Daniel has Chase Daniel's been in the league. Josh Johnson, while he's been with those teams, it's it is not. It was practice squad cuts and stuff like that. I get that, but even even just to sign with a team for a year, I mean, it's a few hundred grand minimum. Ed Blust, Gil, you've inspired me to learn how to cap tennis. Can you point me to some of your key metrics you look at without giving away the secret sauce? Of course, will you do an Aussie Open pod? Thank you. Yes, we will do an Aussie Open pod, hopefully with both Drew Dinsick and Dan Weston, for sure, on the Beating the Book podcast. We did all the slams last year. And the metrics, again, that I use, I talk about them all the time when I uh, do these, but people get bored of the numbers. I'm talking about serve percentages. I'm talking about return of serve. I'm talking about um, tiebreaker numbers. I'm talking about break point numbers. All of that both on three-month or, I should say, all on six-month and year basis, sometimes a little more recent form as well, but that's that's generally what it's about. Um, these are a couple on the uh, on the rookie, or excuse me, on the offensive player of the year markets. Matthew Mayberry. Isn't Devontae Adams' offensive player of the year at 50-1 to 1 a way, uh, way too high? He's got 12 touchdowns. Probably, but I'm not rushing to play it. Probably, but I mean, well, you could you could say so many things about that team, right? I, I, the team definitely is a part of this. If the Raiders were making a push for the playoffs, then yes, that's a great bet, and his number is probably not fifty to one; it's probably twenty to one. Here's another one. This is from Chris Schneider. If Tyreek Hill becomes the first wide receiver to surpass to surpass two thousand yards in a season. Wouldn't that be enough of a narrative to make him Offensive Player of the Year? Absolutely, yes. Those are the kind of things that that I'm that I based my bet around. Right? It, it's the fact that he's chasing that. It's the fact that he's going to be down in the Dolphins' record books as the all-time leading receiver with by some a mile. Yes, by a mile with some of the guys, some of the wide receivers that have been on that franchise over the over the past several decades. I think it is. Those are things that I'm absolutely basing my bet around on Tyree. Well, he, he, like I said, he's not going to get to the triple crown. Cooper Cup had that last year. He had 16 touchdowns. He's not going to get that. But the 145, the 145 receptions from Cooper Cup last year, an NFL record, and the 1,947 yards receiving, both of those in reach for Tyreek Hill. And let me just say this again from, a, from an analytics standpoint. Again, Aaron Schatz, who, by the way, will be a guest this week. We have to get Aaron Schatz on. Uh, we're at the uh, we're at the quarter pole, so it's an Aaron Schatz week. But uh, Aaron Schatz says very you know confidently that when a big time wide receiver goes from one team to another, usually the detrimental effect on the team that he leaves far exceeds the positive impact of the team that that player goes to. Yeah. Now, in the case of Devontae Adams, absolutely true. Absolutely true. 
much more of a detrimental effect, I think we would say, on the Green Bay Packers than a positive one until recently, right until the last couple of games uh, for the Raiders. But generally speaking, that has held true. Tyreek Hill has completely bucked that theory. The Chiefs, of course, being one side of that where they've been just fine. But the real thing is the impact he's had on the Dolphins is just you cannot put it into – you, you can't. can't quantify it. You really can't quantify it. I think that's going to be something a lot of voters look at. It's look, he's was this, and you were talking about comparing him to Cooper Cup numbers. Do you remember how much people were freaking out about his numbers oh, last yeah. year? Oh yeah. Besides, I, I, plus one eighty, I think is still a good bet on him. Besides the touchdowns, he's Cooper Cup this year, thus far. And again, as you said, Mark Clayton, nine yards shy of Mark Clayton's Miami Dolphins franchise record already for total yards receiving in a season. Let's do some power rankings. Let's plug it in. Some movement on these this week. Yeah, got some movement. No movement at the top. Chiefs remain number one for me. Bills remain number deux. Chiefs even after a loss to the Bengals. I'm not going to knock them for that one loss. Uh, and the Bills. Suck. Yeah, I didn't either. Bills figure out a way. They're number two. Now they figure out a way. They win pretty handily in the end. Uh, the Eagles go up to number three. They've been in the top three most of the year. They briefly fell out. They're back in it. They're at number three. Yeah, would you have them out for one week? One you put week. the Niners up there for one week, yeah. right? And now it gets interesting because now we have teams that no longer have quarterbacks short-term, long-term to deal with. So the Cowboys, who I've always said again, maybe they're not one of the top three teams, but they probably have the best unit on the field in that defense, and particularly the uh, front seven of that defense. They got some worries in the secondary. But that front seven makes up for a lot of warts behind them. They're number four, the Dallas Cowboys. The Bengals are five. That's the big riser, having beaten the Chiefs. Bengals are number five. That's the first time they've entered the top five for me this year. Dolphins and Vikings remain at six and seven. Even though the Dolphins lost, they lost to the Niners. The Vikings remain at seven because, well, somehow they just keep winning. But the Niners is the drop. And I know we talked about this yesterday. We put a clip out on social. It's like, Jimmy G to Brock Purdy is only three points. That was my instinct. That's what Chris Chrissy corroborated via his lines. I just don't buy it in reality. Niners are a big drop for me. Ravens somehow remain number nine, even though they're teetering as well now with Huntley in and Lamar out. And then I finally changed my number 10. I put the Jets in for the first time. Their defense is really good, but, you know, have at it at number 10. Yeah, yeah. If we flip over to mine, I'll start right there because that's where I put I put the Jets number ten as well. Oh, there you go. I mean, it's been a rotating door the past like four weeks at number ten when we've done these, um, and at this point, it's basically just picking a team that lost the week before. So it's like who had one of the better losses? Well, I guess it was the Jets. Um, so I'll put them number ten. Ravens at nine for me. Look, I think if there were better teams, I'd be rushing to put them ahead of the Ravens me right too. now. Me too. And, and that is that, that's even not at not with nothing to do with the Lamar Jackson injury, right? Lamar Jackson could be healthy right now. I'd have major concerns about this team uh, going forward. Dolphins, eight. I, I, I didn't drop the Niners below them, Gil, just because we kind of saw Brock Purdy for most of the game and take care of the Dolphins. I just think Tua had a really bad game against a really good defense. I think, yeah. I think he did, but I think that says, that says a lot about the Niners to me. I, I don't know if I'm one of these guys – that's going to sit here and say, "Look, anybody can be back there for quarterback from them, and they're going to and they're going to be a threat, uh, you know, to 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 win a Super Bowl." But this forty, the skill position players they have in the defense is so good. They I, even a Brock Purdy might be able to uh, lead them quite a ways. Vikings, I still got at six. Don't move at all. Uh, Cowboys don't move at all. Bengals, I moved up three spots as well. Basically flipped 
uh, Bengals and 49ers this week. Bengals at four. Um, look, I do think they are a serious contender for a Super Bowl here. Eagles three, Bills two, Chiefs one all remain the same from last week. So am I correct in saying we have the exact same 10 teams in our top 10 and no team was more than one spot off from the other from my rankings to yours? Yeah, I believe so. That is ridiculous. That's how static this league is and how soft the middle is. You yeah, we got a couple teams week. that are one, one spot off. Yeah. That's it. Come on. Quite a league. That's why it's so tough to bet. JVT NBA next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada, the king of sports books. BetMGM in general, not just Nevada. Unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, are you? Well, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Uh, my college football plays... Which I had uh, promised. What did you bet? I bet I bet like f- I bet five of them already. You bet five games before college football guessing lines today. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Shows a lack of respect. Yeah, that geez. I apologize for. It's um, a very serious segment. Well, first of all, I bet your Florida State Seminoles, given the points against Oklahoma. Nice. What number? Uh, I got seven. I so I didn't I didn't bet What's them. What's that? Na- nine now? Something like that? Is it? No, I think it's seven. I Jordan, I love Jordan Travis. I think he's awesome. And I'm with Dr. Bob. I think they are probably the least talked about really good team in college football. Remember, he had them power ranked number six. They're taking on Oklahoma. So I got Florida State. I think they're going to roll. I took Oregon State laying the points against Florida because I knew had a feeling that Richardson was going in the transfer portal. And I think Florida is just going to mail it in against Oregon State. Uh, I grabbed Kansas State plus the points against Alabama. You know how this goes with Alabama every year and them just not showing up for bowl games that don't matter. We've seen it so many times. I did take Clemson because I don't think Tennessee is going to have players. And then I grabbed TCU, which is of no surprise to anybody. 
Uh, pro tip of the hour, by the way. Let's get that in as well. Kind of got something to do with what you're talking about. Does it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of the best ways to bet bowl games is information-based. I would argue it's really kind of the only way these days. Look for news where players might be heading to the draft, transfer portals, coaches leaving, all of that. Bowl season was always a sort of amateur psychology thing. Oh, are they settling for a bowl? Are they not going to yeah. be happy playing in this bowl? Now it's that on steroids. Now it's just a, I don't even know who's playing. No one knows in some of these. And so you really have to be vigilant. It's less about super-duper college football knowledge than it is about just who's playing. And remember, this was a Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette started thing some years ago when everybody, remember, they were like, yeah. I mean, two of the best backs in the country at their respective times were like, we're not playing at at the same year. We're not playing. And it was, some people made their heads explode. They're like, how could this possibly be? And our reaction here on a numbers game was, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. And now look, now look where we are. It's your pro tip for the hour. Be very vigilant with that. We do one every hour on VEASAN across every show. So that means at least 20 every day. They're all available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. So yesterday, Kelly, uh, I'm, uh, I'm at home after a numbers game. I uh, look for our buddy Reed Fowler, who now does Amazon Prime betting stuff. I wanted to see him uh, do some stuff. Mm-hmm. So the Carry Champion show was on, and Reed was doing betting cut-ins because I just wanted to see what it was all about. And uh, so he does, you know, Reed knows his betting, so he's doing some very intricate, you know, really super smart betting thing. And then they go back to Carrie, and Carrie throws up a Magic Johnson tweet. And we know about Magic Johnson tweets, which are, let's say, the opposite of Reed Fowler doing a betting segment. And so uh, Magic goes, yep, Anthony, Anthony Davis, he's, he's the front runner to be the NBA MVP. And I'm like, well, not, a, not according to actual betting markets <laughs> there, old Madge. Um, but... 250 to 1 a week ago, though, Gil, chop a zero off of that now. That's why I say but... However, uh, this is Anthony. This is Anthony Davis's point totals. This is since November 14th. You ready for this? 37, 38, 30, 37, 25, 25, 27, 44, 55. Lakers in action tonight. We bring in JVT, ladies and gentlemen. Jonathan Von Tobel at me, JVT. He's our senior basketball analyst, uh, analyst, our senior NBA analyst, I should say, and the host of Hardwood Handicappers, co-hosted by a very young Kelly Bidlin uh, once a week as well. JVT, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I was enjoying the college football bowl talk for, for there for a minute. I love college bowl season. All right, how, have you bet anything yet? Uh, you and I share a play. I took Kansas State with the same thought process that you had, right? Alabama's going to have a bunch of guys, and I, I think it's also very important to note, Nick Saban's also very pro-draft, like you've heard him say it quite a bit. So, like, he's going to tell a lot of these guys that have a shot to get drafted that they should go and get ready for the draft. So, And Kansas State emotionally wants that. They want, a bit of, they want to win a Big 12 championship. They want to win mm-hmm. a big bowl against uh, Alabama. So I'm with you there. I actually bet some of the semifinal, too. I did lay it with Georgia, and I was slow on the trigger to take nine there uh, with TCU, but uh, we'll see if that gets back to it in the next, what, 24 days or whatever it is. Yeah, and I'm guessing people shouldn't be in a rush to bet TCU. Because that, but Michigan money will probably right. come back in it, well, for sure, especially later in the uh, the waiting period. So, yeah. Um, what about Anthony Davis? Should people bet him at twenty five to one or whatever they can find right now? No, I mean, I don't think so. Like I, Kelly had it. Like if you got him at like you know whatever it was at the point two hundred and fifty to one. I was texting with like Mitch Moss the other day about it, considering this run that they've been on. You know, if you wanted to take it at that, uh, I would not fight you on it. Here's the thing, though. Like, this has been a run for the Lakers that has been very good. They have won eight of their ten games. They've covered seven of them. However, 
three wins have come against the Spurs. One of them have come against the Pistons. Like, you know, this is a, it's a soft stretch of the schedule, and they deserve credit for getting a win over Milwaukee, but I don't think this is something that is going to give us a sign of things to come. And so are they going to win enough games for him to be considered as a legitimate MVP candidate? And I would say probably not. But we get like we get all hyped up and in really passion, right? Impassioned when we get these little hot streaks from teams and from players. But at the end of the day, I'm not sure if the team resume is going to be strong enough for Anthony Davis to actually win that award. And the team resume matters, as we uh, talked about earlier in other uh, NFL awards. It really does in the end. Oh yeah, especially with the uh, the NBA, right? I think what the lowest I believe was Westbrook, the lowest seeded MVP that we saw. They were a six seed. If I remember correctly, a couple of years back when he had the triple double for the first time in the season, whatever it was, mm-hmm. like you, you got to be somewhat up there. And I mean, sure, maybe the Lakers grab a six seed and that's the bare minimum. But when you're looking around and you see a team like the Warriors, who, yes, lost last night, but have a guy like Steph Curry who's playing at the level that he is. When you see what the Boston Celtics are doing with an MVP candidate like Jason Tatum, it, let's say the season happens where they grab the six seed. Is whatever Anthony Davis is going to do on a six seeded Lakers going to upend an MVP candidacy of Jason Tatum on a one-seeded Celtics or a two-seeded Celtics or like a two- or three-seeded Warriors team? I would say probably not. Probably not. And it should be noted that the year that Westbrook won it, wasn't that the year he had like a million triple-doubles? So it was like a total yeah, outlier. For the year. Yeah. yeah, he averaged a triple-double. And also, the underrated part about that season for Westbrook, we should note, is he actually had historic clutch numbers. So like, you know, these games that were within five points, five minutes, more to go. He Like, he was incredible in that season, too. But yes, that was that year. Yeah. Uh, the AD numbers are really impressive. And look, there's only a certain amount of guys in the league are ca- that are capable of kind of doing the things that he can and therefore putting up the numbers that he can. But if you even just look at the shot volume the past two games, you're talking about 57 field goal attempts in the past two games alone. It's just, it's just not something that's sustainable. Okay. Well, and that's actually – that's the other part really quickly. I mean, he's not the most uh, Iron Man player, right? Like, right. <laughs> there's a good chance he misses some time. Any thought on the Lakers-Cavs game? Cavs favored by five and a half tonight? Only three games in the in the association tonight. Yeah, only three games. I would say the five and a half would tell me that there's some inkling that Jared Allen's going to play today. And so I, that's what I wrote about. You know, Allen's missed the last five games for Cleveland, Gill, And if Allen's going to be out there, that changes a lot. If you look at this 10-game run that the Lakers have been on, a ton of stuff has come within four feet of the basket uh, in terms of getting to the free throw line. They begin to the free throw line a bunch because they're pushing teams in the restricted area, you know, because they're big. They have Anthony Davis and LeBron James. But if Jared Allen's going to come back tonight and improve that rim defense for Cleveland, that's going to change a lot of things for what the Lakers want to do in this game. So I, I thought that it, it all depended on whether Allen was going to play tonight. If he's going to play tonight, the Cavaliers might be the side there, but you know how it is. In the NBA, you want the information before you act. So I sat back and waited. If Allen's going to play, if that number doesn't get past that five-and-a-half, six mark, then I think it's worth a look for Cleveland. Anything Pistons Heat or Mavericks Nuggets? No, so for the Pistons, he uh, just that's another injury report thing. Jimmy Butler popped up on the injury report yesterday with a sore knee. He ended up playing. He's a really good candidate to rest, so I would make sure that he's not going to be out there. Uh, and then for Mavericks and Nuggets, I will say the one thing is the, the Mavericks have been playing pretty good basketball. They're on the second leg of back-to-back, and Luka's uh, usage rate is really up, so you want to make sure that he's not going to be on the injury report either. But I don't know if they're turning things around. But this is a matchup that if Doncic is going to be out there, it works out really well for them. They should be able to take advantage of the Nuggets' defense. A lot of mismatches out there. If Doncic is going to be available, I think I'd be tempted to take those points there with the Mavericks. All right, 30 seconds, JVT. Anything in any awards market that you have either bet since the last time we spoke to you or are thinking about perhaps making a wager on? No, I think we. I think when I spoke last, I mentioned Steph Curry at ten to one, if I remember yeah, correctly. That's the did. last thing that I've gotten in on. 
uh, right now. I'm just waiting for the awards, the awards market to kind of settle and see what it is. But for this point right now, I'm going to be status quo and just see what happens. You see that video of Steph Curry with those, <laughs> with those long distance shots? Are those was that real? Two of them were real, yeah. from what I understand. Yeah. Two were real. Two were real. Yeah. Oh my God! It's that three quarter. Co- uh, there's football throw on the basketball into the hoop. Two were real. Morocco and Spain draw. Love it. Going into added time or extra time, I should say. Draw for the ninety minute. Thank you, JVT. Appreciate it, man. Good to talk to you guys as always. Thank you, Gil. Jonathan Von Tobel, our senior NBA analyst, again host of Hardwood Handicappers, also co-hosted by the great Kelly Bidlin once a week wherever podcasts are available. We've done all we can do. The Lombardi line is next. He's got thoughts, I'm sure, on the NFL and beyond. A lot of quarterback uh, intrigue and that Tom Brady comeback last night. Unbelievable. Lombardi line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.